What is up, family? Welcome to Speak. It is kickoff. It's time for the best show of the week. Why? Because we're talking about the mess, best matchups of the weekend. Cowboys, Eagles, y'all, it does not get bigger than this in sports. It is our honor to bring you the best show we possibly can. Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy, Nick Sirianni, Micah Parsons, Lane Johnson, y'all. The stars are going to be out this Sunday in the biggest NFC game of the year. Let's head to the desk because we have to talk about it. James Jones, you have played in a lot of big games. Yes. So you know what big games are like in the National Football League. There is none bigger in the regular season than this one. Yeah. So let's dance on this topic if we shall. Yep. More pressure on Sunday. There's a man by the name of Jalen Hurts who was an all-pro last year. There is a man by the name Dak. of Dak. Pro- Dak. You ain't got to finish. It ain't nothing. It is saying, yeah, saying Dak. Big time four. players what? make big time plays in big time games. Right. Lately, Dak Prescott has not made big time plays in big time games, Uh-oh. and he's making big time money. Yep. Now is the time for Dak Prescott to make big time plays yes, in big time games. Yes, sir. Sunday. Well, this is the well. one. Yeah. Dak Prescott, a winning team in the division. You win. You put yourself in first place in this division. You put yourself in position to have home field throughout the playoffs as the Dallas Cowboys, which means the Eagles, Mm. the Niners, Mm. Tampa Bay, whoever's good, Seattle, whoever's supposed to be good has to come through Dallas. That is what you want. But last time it was a big-time game, Dak Prescott did not show up. And that is the San Francisco 49ers. Before that, it was a big-time game in the playoffs against the San Francisco 49ers. Dak Prescott did not show up. It's time now, right? The Rams is gone. Mm. The Eagles is here. The Eagles it's is here. It's time to deliver. All the, the pressure is, here. is on Dak Prescott. Micah, you want us to praise him? You want us to give him more credit? Win this one. We'll talk about you good, Dak. Ooh. James, Hoodie James bring the heat. Hoodie James. They call him Hoodie James for a reason. They call him Hoodie James for a reason. It's Friday. I like it. it. Let's get started. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I, I think there's more pressure on Zach, too. But I think there's more pressure on Zach because I think there's more pressure on the Cowboys as a whole in this game. Yes, Zach could show up in a big way and win the game and silence a lot of critics, if you will. Or the Cowboys could just go out and win this game and he doesn't even play that well. Mm. That's really, at this point in the season, it really doesn't matter. Jalen hasn't played the best football all season long, but they win games. That's why they're in a better position right now than the Cowboys are. There's more pressure on the Cowboys in this game, in this situation, than there is on the Eagles. And that is why it's going to Dak, because he is the face of the organization. He plays the most important position. And we're going to talk about Dak if he has a bad game or... If, like you mentioned, he doesn't come up big in a big moment. We all are kind of hope, we're hoping for a great game, but I think a lot of us anticipate that this will be a good game yeah. as well, except for Shady, who's kind of predicting a little bit of a blowout. Not yet, not sure. We were talking about it yesterday. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to the stars, and it's going to come down to the wire. Will Dak be able to step up and do it? He hasn't in the, in the postseason. We'll see what happens on Sunday. Shady? More pressure, 2-5. <sighs> you know what? You got your Cowboys blue on. What? Listen. You, know what? you, know what? Nah, you took everything I wanted to say because the more pressure is going is on Dak Prescott for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> we need to see the Dak Prescott of of a big game, right? Yeah. The same Dak Prescott you, you you gave us a performance against the, the playoffs against the uh, the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Right? The same performance you gave us against, who's the last team that just played? Rams. The Rams, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even though they're 3 and 5 and the Bucs at the time was like 8 and 9, I get it. I want to see that same type of performance against, against the Eagles. So he asked me, where's the more pressure at? It's got to be Dak. He wants, I get it. He wants the credit. I get it. I understand. He wants the love, right? He wants to be talked about like a franchise quarterback. Well, go earn it. This is your, this is your time. Mm-hmm. You got a divisional game, right? You've been excellent in this division, right? Now, Granted, to the division not really been that good for the last couple of years, right? They're, mm-hmm. start, they're finally getting back better. But show out. If you show out in this big game, we got to talk about you. I was texting um, DeAndre Swift today, right? We're going back and forth about this, you know, highlights, tapes. Um, um, you know, I was trying to critique his game a little bit. He's asking for different things he's seen, good and bad. Yep. And I said, you know what? This type of game right here is when your name gets brought up. Mm-hmm. This is when you, the stars is made. Yeah, we know De- DeAndre Swift is a good running back. When he go out there against his Dallas Cowboy defense and ball out, Prime time, division game, two top teams, that's when you get that credit. That's when you get the people talking about you. So, Dak Prescott, that's the pressure's on you. If you want to get that love like everybody else, go out there and ball out. Because if not, (laughs) I'm banged up right now. You know my hit situation. I know what it is. But listen, 
If I come back here Monday and he don't play good, <laughs> oh my God. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be going streaming everywhere. Viral, viral, viral moments. You have heard it. Shady has given you his word. Let me throw a wrench in this. Let me throw a wrench in Small this. Small or big wrench? It's gonna be a big wrench, big dog. I apologize in advance. I think there's more pressure on Jalen Hurts. And it's not necessarily a hot take. I don't think anything that I'm about to say you all will disagree with outside of me thinking there's more pressure on Jalen Hurts. Dak Prescott is a made man. Dak Prescott is ceramics. Jalen Hurts is clay. What do I mean by that? James Jones, growing up in middle school, I took a pottery class. Mm -hmm. And if any of y'all know about a pottery class, before you put that clay into the kiln, before you fire it, you can still mold it. Mm -hmm. You can still mold it. Our impression of Jalen Hurts is still being molded right now. Last year, all pro, hard to do. This year, he's second in the National Football League in turnovers. Our impression of Dak Prescott is not molded. If Dak has no touchdowns, three interceptions, we're going to say, duh, that's Dak. Mm. If Dak Prescott has three touchdowns, no interceptions, we're going to say, congrats, he did it once. Mm. He still ain't been to a Super Bowl. Mm. He still ain't been to an NFC Championship game. They're still not the one seed in the NFC East, nor are they the one seed in the NFC. Dak Prescott is who Dak Prescott is. Mm. We have an eight-year sample size of Dak Prescott. However you feel about Dak Prescott today is how you will feel about Dak Prescott on Monday. You might be a little bit more emotionally volatile, but your feeling will still be the same. However, mm. Jalen Hurts... Our opinions aren't set in stone. Now, maybe our opinions on the desk are set in stone, but last year, all pro, incredibly hard to do. This year, I believe he already has more interceptions through eight games than he did all of last season. So the reason I think there is more pressure on Jalen Hurts is because Dak Prescott is already a made man, for better or for worse. We all think he is above average, but Jalen Hurts, some think he's elite. Some think he's the best of the but best. You know, Some think he could get better. Some think, nah, I need to see more. That's why I think pressure I, You hurts. know what? And that's, that's, that's a phenomenal take. My dog. Right? As, as you said, I'm thinking about it. And you're right. But the, the difference is why we think like that about Dak Prescott and why we think like that about Jalen Hurts is because we don't know where Jalen Hurts' ceiling is at. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. He went to the, he went to the Super Bowl so fast, so quick. Mm-hmm. We're from not being really good as a quarterback to really, really, really good as a quarterback. Yeah. And he's still getting better. Yep. There's more room for him to get better. <laughs> with the other guy in Dallas, I don't think he can get better. I, mm-hmm. I think this is who he is. Mm. I think above average quarterback is, is his match. Yeah. So then let me ask you personally, yeah. then why is there pressure? If I, if I know that mm-hmm. I can't change your opinion of me, obviously I deal with that a lot. Mm-hmm. People feel about Emmanuel Lacho, how are they going to feel about Emmanuel Lacho? So I'm just going to be who I am because you probably don't like me anyway. And I'm good with that. There's no pressure for me when I meet you because I know I can't change your opinion. So if you're telling me, and I agree with it, Dak is Dak, what pressure does he have to LaShawn McCoy, the Eagles' all-time rushing leader? Because there's a group of people, right, that want to, they feel bad for Dak. And they think that Dak, the things you talked about yesterday, how he should get more credit. So there's a people like you that think he needs more credit. Mm-hmm. This is the time to show it. This is why, this is why the pressure's on you. Yeah. Because when a guy like me <laughs> and a guy like James now and a lady like Joy feels a certain way about Dak, but you feel different. Mm-hmm. Well, for the people like you, because a lot of them out there like you. Yes, sir. Dak needs to show that. You know what? I can ball out against the Eagles, the top team in the NFL, 7-1 team. The same way I ball out against the Rams. I can do the same thing against the Eagles, and that's the pressure. Because are you just a good quarterback against bum teams? Mm-hmm. I can't call them bum teams. Are you, are, you, are you a good quarterback against not as good teams? Are you really good against everybody? That's the question we got to answer. I, oh, Go ahead. Sorry. I also think the pressure is whether we think his ceiling is as high as some other quarterbacks or not. That's really irrelevant because you can have teams that don't that have quarterbacks that ceilings are lower than Dak Prescott that have gone further in the playoffs. Ooh. Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, He's true. a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a franchise quarterback. Jimmy is not. Jimmy went to a Super Bowl. He went to a Super Bowl because he has a great coach, which the Dallas Cowboys have, and an amazing roster, which the Dallas Cowboys have. So just because mm. your ceiling might not be as high as the person that's lining up on the other side of the ball – that doesn't mean that your responsibility for what you've been given isn't the same or even more, depending on what your roster and situation is. So there's still pressure on Dak Prescott. Absolutely. And yeah. the main reason why is, mm-hmm. is, is Dak Prescott better than uh, Joe Flacco, you think? Like, I, I would say, yeah. I would, I would say no. I don't know. I mean, they, okay, it's close, though. But yeah, of course. I mean, Flacco wasn't like that. No. That's what 11 touchdowns, no interceptions in route to a Super Bowl. I pay homage to Flacco for that. 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. And and that is all I'm saying. For me, it's bigger than this game for Dak. That's why it's pressure on you. You have not beaten the good teams. You have not played well against the good teams. You have not played well when it counts. So 
What is the future for Dak Prescott? You cannot keep coming and losing to good teams in the playoffs, losing to good teams in the regular season, and continue to think like, Jerry's my guy. Jerry's going to keep me around here. At one point, the Dallas Cowboys is going to say, Dak is a really good quarterback, but he doesn't show up in the big-time games. And that is why this one, because you came off a really, really bad one big-time game against the Niners. You can't go out here and play bad again in another big-time game, Dak, when this roster is built to take to go to the Super Bowl or be able to be in the NFC Championship, but they're not going to get there if you don't play well in the big-time games. That's why I believe the pressure is all on Dak in this game because it's bigger than that. It's about Dak's future, too. you got to beat these good football Great teams. Great job, James. James, you said big-time players make big-time plays in what? Big-time games. In big-time games. So then Joy Taylor, And who? make big-time change. <laughs> Don't forget that one. Uh, the big time ring. The money mattered. The money mattered, baby. Sorry. The money mattered too, Sorry. now. Yeah, I'm deal with. Uh, are you going to have a long day, Emmanuel? I hope you got your it's sleep. A big week. It's a big week. You got some coffee. Holy. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was about to make a big time transition. It was big time <laughs> derailed. Um, so let me get back on the question. Joy, who is going to be the difference maker in the game? Who's the one person that the viewer at home, currently on their couch, watching the show at their phone, in their cubicle, wherever y'all are watching, who is the player that they need to pay attention to that's going to be the difference maker in the game? Well, it's probably pretty obvious, but I think A.J. Brown. Hmm. A.J. Brown's having a tremendous, a tremendous year. On the month, he has 40 receptions, five touchdowns, and an NFL best 700 receiving yards. Yep. That's going to be someone that the Cowboys are game planning for. So if he is able to go above and beyond what they are certainly going to be paying attention to in where he is on the field – for him to have a big game, he's going to be a big-time player in a big-time game in a big-time moment. So, obviously, it's not really a secret that he's been an X-factor. But if he can do that against this defense yep. and they win the game because of him, and I believe that if they are going to win this game, he's going to have to play a major role. To me, Shady, Joy, James, there is one person mm. who I am watching the entirety of the game. Mm, who is this? One person, Deron Bland. Ooh. That's it. Number two, six. Cowboys corner. Mm. The Cowboys acquired Stephon Gilmore for this game only. Mm. That's it. Okay. The reason they acquired Stephon Gilmore, 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, was for this game. The Cowboys needed two corners, Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, to line up against maybe the best receiver tandem in football, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Yeah. Problem, America. Problem. Huge problem. Trayvon Diggs got hurt. Yeah. He got hurt. So now the Cowboys are in a bind. Well, Deron Bland has nine interceptions since the start of 2022, most in the league. Three pick sixes since the start of 2022, most in the league. So he is the X factor for me. Can he limit Devontae Smith? Because Stephon Gilmore, what do you call him? A lockdown gilly. He traveling? You think he's traveling? I, I don't know that he will. I mean, he but might. He might. He, nice. he, he might. He nice. might. They call him lockdown for a reason. So if Gilmore can limit A.J. Brown, and Gilmore is a dog, that means Deron Bland, you got your hands full with former Heisman winner Devontae Smith. If Bland does his thing, oh, you know what I'm on, Cowboys man. might be able to make his shape. I might bet anyway. Um, <laughs> who's my X Factor? X Factor, Shady. My X Factor? I'm listening. DeAndre Swift, baby. Uh, ooh. DeAndre Swift. Let me tell you why, though. Why? When you look at this Cowboys defense, the first thing that's gonna jump out is Michael Parsons. How do you slow down Michael Parsons? Let's go to the Niners. See, okay. I, had a, I, I was doing a lot of research on this, I'm right? Glad you when the were. topic came, and I was like, glad you how, were. what teams can I compare the Eagles to? Can't compare them to the, the Giants. They don't win games. <laughs> can't do it. Won't do it. You can't compare them to the Jets. They don't, they don't really win, right? So I went to the, 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 another great team. Mm -hmm. that's the, that's at the time, the Niners. was the Niners. So when I look at this game, you know they had 170 yards rushing. Mm. So you want to neutralize a guy like Michael Parsons gets to the quarterback. You want to neutralize the defense like that gets to the quarterback. How? How do you do it? You run the ball. Mm. That's what we do. We have a really good offensive line, and we have a really, really good running back. Mm -hmm. If Christian McCaffrey, who I think is probably the best back in football, of course, DeAndre Swift is right underneath him. He's right there. So if I had to put my money on some of the X Factor, it's going to be DeAndre Swift. Mm. Not only because I gave him some, 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 some text <laughs> messages like how to do it. No question. He's a bad boy. No question. And we're going to depend on him to win this game. Usually when you take the football field, you got a little pride about being the best on the field at your position. Okay, who's that? Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? I'm listening. A.J. Brown is balling right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My X factor is C.D. Lamb. Ooh. You have a dude over there in A.J. Brown who is going to work. Bonafide number one receiver. Bonafide. In the conversation for MVP. Shady, right? MVP this is me. your chance to say, hold up. Mm, wait. I'm that dude, too.
I'm that number one wide receiver that can't be stopped neither. When C.D. Lamb has 75 yards and a touchdown, this team is very, very good. They're 8-3. Mm. You are going to have to score points, and it ain't going to be scoring running the football. Dak Prescott is going to have to throw this ball over the yard. C.D. is time. When we walk off this field, let them know that C.D. Lamb is the number one wide receiver tonight, today, whenever this game is. A.J. Brown, cool. But C.D. Lamb is the number one receiver tonight. C.D. going to have to show up if the Dallas Cowboys is going to have a chance to win this game. Whether it's short passes, long passes, he's going to have to be C.D. Lamb. He's going to have to be a true number one. Do you, think he's, inside, you think he's the number one? Outside, I'm going to find out this Sunday. Mm. Oh, so you don't know if he's the number one? I don't one. know yet. I think I'm he's the number one. Let's elaborate on that. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because, James, you said something, and I actually agree with you yeah. from a defensive perspective. You said that C.D. Lamb hasn't proven he's a true number one. Mm-hmm. You played nine years in the National Football yeah. League at wide receiver. Yeah. 2012, you led the NFL fell in right and receiving touchdowns why do you think that cd lamb in your opinion is not like a true number one there is a difference america true and not yeah and for me it could be how the dallas cowboys use them is why i'm judging them like this but when you're a true number one wide receiver you can go anywhere on the field and you can win and you can dominate the football game C.D. Lamb has not showed us he can dominate a football game on the outsides what i mean by that is A.J. Brown is on the outside 97% of the time with the cornerback inside leverage. Mm-hmm. And he's still winning on slants. He's still winning on in routes. He's still making the tough catches. We have not seen that from C.D. Lamb. When you play in the slot, you have a four-way go every single time. Not on the number one corner. On the number twos, the number three corners. Three because corners. a lot of times, defenses are not traveling a corner inside the slot. So... They are helping CD by where they are putting him, but I haven't seen him be pure dominant on the outside. That's why I don't say number one wide receiver. Numbers are there. You can't argue CD's numbers. Numbers are there. But if you ask me why not, and and I'm comparing them to the Devontae Adams, the A.J. Browns, the Tyree Kills, these other number one wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, that's why. They do their work everywhere on the football field. But C.D. Lamb is a really good player. And it's time. It's time. I cannot uh, wait. Y'all, this is going to be the game. This is going to be the game we will discuss all next week. But there's one other game you better not miss. Dolphins, Chiefs. Y'all got to remember, the winner of that one, Shady. The winner of that one, sole possession. AFC, top of the throne. That's the game you also have to pay attention to. It's a crazy weekend of football. We'll talk about it next. Don't forget, check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Watch. I'm going to Germany. You going? Family, we are in second and short on the best show of the week, Dolphins. Chiefs, they got maybe the best game of the week. It's in Germany. Tyreek Hill facing his former team, and Tyreek Hill has been balling this year. But listen to what he said leading up to the game. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter where we play at. I mean, obviously, it would have been great to play in KC, but it really doesn't matter where we play at. You feel me? They're going to get this work wherever, though. Look, y'all ready to use that bulletin board material. <laughs> I love he it. as soon as he and said it. And the way he cheese, like, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, but, but if you know Tyreek Hill, he, he, he play a lot. You yeah, do, he do. And, and he's not lying. Though. Like, oh, no. I don't care what he says on, on an interview or if he tweets and, and he Twitters and Instagram. Like, you believe it because... They know they're going to get this work. Even if they, even they, the Chiefs beat the Dolphins, they, still, they know yeah. he's going to be going crazy. That's facts. That's yeah. facts. I love that. I love that. James, how'd you react to the sound? I love it. I love it because come out here playing. Like, like you ready to go out there playing. It's in Germany. <laughs> come out here playing. Wherever it is, you finna get this work. I absolutely love it. Joy, talk your talk. I think what is at stake in this game is the MVP. Mm. I think what's at stake in this one is the MVP. Obviously, there are a lot of other things at stake. I can't wait to listen to everything y'all have to say. But Tyree Kill is starting to creep up and make some noise about the MVP race. We've never seen a season like this ever. 1,000 yards throughout games. Never seen it. We've never seen a wide receiver win MVP. We've never seen it. Jerry Rice finished second twice, finished third twice. But he never won. But Tyree Kill, if he goes for 2,000 yards, there is a good chance. A good chance he can win it. But forget Tyreek. Talk to him. Tua leads the league in passing touchdowns. He leads the league in passing yards. If he wins this game over the current leader in the MVP race of Patrick Mahomes, you will be able to point back to this game when they saw each other head to head and said, this was the mark where Tua put his stamp on the National Football League. Mm -hmm. Because Tua's currently third in the race. Patrick Mahomes is one in the race. 
Patrick Mahomes already got him a couple MVPs, regular season, postseason. If Patrick Mahomes goes crazy in this game, I, too, think this will be one of those monumental MVP-deciding games. Mm -hmm. Am I taking a leap of faith? Absolutely. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Trevor Lawrence, amongst others, yeah. A.J. Brown, they could still jump in there. Mm -hmm. But whoever wins this game is going to have one of the best records in football, the second-best record, to be exact. And they would have won a game in really national prominence and nationally dominant fashion. That's what's at stake for me, Joy. What is on the line for you? No, I agree with you because what's on the line for me is the top of the AFC. Mm -hmm. So if you are leading the AFC, the entire conference at this point in the season, that's going to factor into the MVP, but also that's going to factor into the postseason. You're looking at the playoff picture right now. Yeah, crazy. There's not a lot of wiggle room here. Now, we knew it was going to be like this. I think we didn't expect the Bengals to be down this low. We didn't expect mm -hmm. the Chargers to be down this low, but... They're creeping back into it very quickly. There's not a lot of margin for error for anybody in this conference. So this game, whether it's in Germany or not, very much counts, and it very much matters. And I, I do agree with you about the MVP, because even if, if Tyreek, Tua, or Mahomes don't end up winning the MVP, it might be because of how they performed in this game. Because there are some other big marquee matchups Josh Allen and the, and the, and the Bengals this weekend, they're, they're matching up. You have the Jalen Hurts and the Cowboys. So this whole weekend could be a, a weekend that we hearken back to a lot when we start tallying things at the end of the season. For me, I think this is going to have number one seed implications on this game because whoever loses this playoffs, because obviously it's going to yeah, have yeah, regular number, season. Yeah, but okay. I'm talking about number one seed in the playoffs. Got yes. Home yeah. field advantage going through Miami. Home field advantage going through the cold in Kansas City. I think we are going to look back on this game and say, uh, that's when it happened. I think that's what this game means right here. The Tua, Tua and the Dolphins schedule, they play Kansas City, right? If they beat Kansas City, that, they give Kansas City their third loss. They have a bye, then they play the Raiders, the Jets, the Commanders, and the mm. Titans. The Dolphins are going to win 13 to 14 games in this football season. And I think it's going to come down to this game right here to really who has that edge for home field advantage. Tua would love for them to come through Miami. Patrick Mahomes would love for them to come through Kansas City. Kansas City lose this game. They have a bye, and then they play the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, that's not good. They could mess around and drop three Ooh, games in a good. row. You Ooh. just came off losing to the Broncos. Yeah. You lose to the Dolphins. You could drop three in a row and be sitting at that fourth seed in the playoffs, mm. you know, and be having to go to Jacksonville or whoever that may be on the road the first game in the playoffs. So I think this has playoff implications, but this is – this is number one seed in the playoffs right here. I think we're going to come back and look at this game. I, I think for me it's more just who's the top dogs in the AFC, right? We can think of four or five teams that could, are contenders. Mm -hmm. But this is two top teams. You got top quarterbacks. You got top players. Mm -hmm. You got top coaches. We need to see who's going to be the top dog, right? Especially for the Chiefs, bad loss, right? Come back and get a win on, you know, on the road. Another thing for the Dolphins. I hate to say this about them, but, uh, like, what's up with y'all? Y'all yeah, pretenders? Who, who are y'all? That's good. If I look at the wins you guys got, they're not like it's no good teams. Yeah. And then when you play the good team in the Philadelphia, you see how that operating with how that happened. And, yeah. and, oh, and the Bills. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. So my thing is we need to see more. Mm -hmm. And this is a good test for both teams. So... We're going to find out. We're going to find out. We will find out. It's really the best weekend of the season in football because when we return, I can't forget about the Bills-Bengals matchup. Don't Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, they saw each other last year in the playoffs. Joe Burrow ended Josh Allen's season. Ooh. What in the world will happen this weekend? It really is one of the biggest matchups of these two teams' season. Every matchup this weekend is huge. The show today is just as huge. Don't go anywhere. Next on Speed. You know they say, I forget, but I don't forget. <laughs> Family, we are in third in long football shows, sports shows created for a day like today because you got a crazy matchup between Burrow and Allen this weekend. Remember, Burrow knocked Josh Allen out of the playoffs, kept him from a Super Bowl dream. It's a Sunday night game. The whole world is watching. The Bengals, James Jones, they've won three straight of these things. The Bills, however, they got as many losses through eight games as they did all of last season. Dang. Pretty wild when you think about that. Already have three of them. James, who do you have more confidence in? Because more confidence in because Joe Burrow, beast. Beast. But Josh Allen, a beast. So where should I put my faith? You should put your faith in JoJo Burrow when he's healthy. JoJo Burrow, when he's healthy, showed he's way more consistent than Josh Allen. Josh Allen is an inconsistent quarterback. So if you're talking about who to put your 
trust in at the quarterback spot, you go with the more consistent guy. That's what I'm doing. I'm going with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has shown when he is healthy, his team is in Super Bowls, his team is in AFC Championship, and he plays at a high level. It is not a lot of these head-scratching throws or head-scratching plays when you talk Joe Burrow. He is super consistent at the quarterback spot. Josh Allen is a phenom, and I know Shady Play, but he's a phenom. But when we talk consistency, he is here. You do not know what you are going to get from Josh Allen. When he's here, he one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. When he's here, he looks like one of the worst. Joe Burrow, always right there, super consistent. So for me, I am taking Joe Joe Burrow, and he is healthy now. Where are you at, Joy Taylor? Joe Joe Burrow. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go Joe Burrow, but <laughs> I, I, I think it's absolutely splitting hairs. I mean, the, the, the Bengals are in the position that they're in because of the way that they started this year. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we all know a part of that was because Joe Burrow wasn't healthy. And that's part of why he wasn't consistent through the first part of the year. But he is healthy now. And we saw what he did to a team that we all think is one of the best teams in the league last week in the 49ers. And it was ugly. So, right, it is absolutely splitting hairs. I'm not upset at Josh Allen being the answer. But I'm going to go with Joe Burrow based off of what happened last week. That's, and so, you really think it's close? Yeah, you do. Like, of course think I think it's, it's close. Mm. I think it's close because of what he just said. Josh Allen can look like the best quarterback in the league. Now, he can swing it and look like he did in week one against the Jets, but for the most part, it's good to great. He has some moments. He's, he can be inconsistent. He can be a bit of a gunslinger, a little wild, but he could be wild up too. So is anyone going to be surprised if he has four touchdowns, no interceptions in this game, and they beat the Bengals? Not at all. Mm-mm. So how could it not be splitting hairs? I would be surprised if Josh Allen outplayed Joe Burrow. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Burrow, if Josh Allen had four touchdowns, no picks. But I would be surprised if Josh Allen outplayed Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow, when he see Joe Burrow, when he's healthy, like James said, and he is now healthy, he top two to me. Mm. Like to me, it is Patrick Mahomes and it is Joe Burrow. If somebody was asking Acho, how would you draft a quarterback? I would take Patrick Mahomes first. I would take Joe Burrow second, and I wouldn't really even like entertain much. Oh, you don't want uh, Josh Allen? No, I'm good. What about Jalen Hurts? He's great. I'm good. I want Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is that dude to me. He's seen Josh Allen before, and he beat him in his house, in the snow, like in the playoffs. He's seen Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, and he beat him. He's just – I love me some Joe Burrow. I love, like, he's just a different dude. As far as tangibles – I understand Josh Allen, but y'all know how I am. I love what exists between them ears, and to me, Joe Burrow is – he's top two. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Josh Allen. And I do love Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is a phenomenal player. Lights out. Great player. He is. But I won't take the best player. I think Josh, Josh Allen's a better quarterback. If I had to drop a quarterback and what he looks like, what could he do, his attributes, it's not even close. Right? I, I played with Josh Allen. Yeah. And I've seen Josh Allen before he had Stephon Diggs. He was, a good, he was a good quarterback, really good, but he didn't have a lot of weapons. I've never seen Joe Burrow without, his, without the weapons over there. Mm-hmm. I would love to have them weapons as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. If, I, if Josh Allen was over there with, with the Bengals, with that type of offense, oh, my God. He could throw any good run. Thousand-yard rush in the back, and he got thousand-yard receivers everywhere. So I don't want to get into that thing. I just know when I look at Josh Allen coming from Wyoming, I don't know what they taught him there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, taught I don't know what he learned there. They taught him something good. Nah, it's more just him. It was actually just more just him. Right? Coach himself. Mm. Then he came to the, the Bills, and they got him better and better and better. Dave Ball helped out. I just think that if I had to trust in a quarterback, and you could talk about the up and downs of Josh Allen, but we all have that as quarterbacks. Yeah. We all have that. Nope. I mean, because I could pick some, some years or some games where, Josh, where uh, Joe Burrow gave up one pick, two pick, three pick, four, four picks. Four of them. Last I, year I versus could, Steelers. I could, I could say that, yeah. right? Four of them. Yeah. We, and we could blame on the offensive line, whatever it is. But Josh Allen, if they, when, it, when it comes to them big games, right? And yes, Joe, and Joe did beat him last year at home. But I look back into that game when he played Patrick Mahomes and, yeah. uh, in uh, Kansas City. 2020. Come yeah. on, man. Like, that's, that's who he is. He can throw anything, he can do everything you want. So it's a close pick. Yeah. I'm going to go with Josh Allen because what I know about him, playing with him, I know what he brings to the game, right? And if anything happens as far as somebody gets hurt, he don't complain. Yeah. He ain't going to waver. He's going to be the same dude. He's going to ball out. Let me ask you this, too, Fox. I, I want to press you on this a little bit. On a little, give me a little press. Why, um, if Josh Allen in your mind, is better than Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk quarterbacks real quick. Mm-hmm. Why has Joe Burrow gotten not only further, but he's gotten further more often? Josh Allen, America, y'all know, I trust your intellect. He's been to one AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's been to one Super Bowl, two AFC Championship games. Right. Obviously, the talent around Joe Burrow, 
second to one. Maybe not second to none, but second to one. Offensively. Offensively. Defensively, however, obviously the Bills have had the number one defense and the number two Mm -hmm. defense over the last three years. So if Josh Allen was better in your mind, why has he not gotten further, given the fact that they have seen each other head-to-head in Josh Allen's house? So the first thing, I'm going to help my argument, right? They, n- neither of them has won a Super Bowl. So let's yep. put that up there right there. So, yep. Going's cool, but winning is everything. Mm-hmm. Two is, I mean, it's all timing, right? I mean, like, these, these quarterbacks are still young. They have a lot more games, a lot more years to be playing. My mic's going off. Um, and, and I feel like that we, we haven't seen the best of Josh. We haven't seen the best of Joe. This is still going on. But right now, just the time has been better for Joe Barrow, right? I think that Joe Barrow's supporting cast has been a lot, lot better. Not just here and, and with the Bengals, his whole career. Yeah, it's fair. He's never, he's not, he's never even played with, without first-round draft picks everywhere. And I think that if you gave Josh Allen them same type of weapons around him, it would be a difference maker. I mean, I think sometimes Josh gets stuck in, he forces a lot of, a lot of the times to Stephon Diggs. Because sometimes Gabe Davis, um, mm-hmm. Gabe Davis, Davis, he's up and down sometimes, not consistent. And he's trying to find somebody else. And they can't just have the luxury of running the ball. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that the bank or the, um, the Bills have been an issue with. They, ha- they haven't really had a chance to run the ball. Where the Bengals, they got a thousand yard Pro Bowl running back in the backfield. Yeah. Josh don't know what that feels like when two says two five left. Yep. He don't know what that feels like. I'm being honest. So so when you when you when you really break down this whole thing, it's more than just a bad game or a good game or picks or touchdowns. No, it's like, okay, I always like to to who's around who's around this player. Yeah. So you believe if Josh Allen was a quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals since 2020, you believe they would have been to a Super Bowl? I think he wins the chip. I think he wins oh, that. Wow. And then if I, I mean, if you just break it down, it's like, okay, so the only thing you could tell me that Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen is what? Is, you think he's smarter? I think he has it. It'd be hard for Okay, me so if we haven't put him saying, if we just, like, if I ask you about a quarterback. He's, more, it, he, he's way more consistent. Okay, shady. so consistent, right? You're you going to say smarter. I'm trying to, but that's big at the quarterback spot. I just think that if I'm breaking Josh Allen down, he has way more pluses than negatives going against Joe Burrow. If you're looking at attributes, I mean, I, don't, I, I think it's night and day. But what, what, I'm, do? But what I'm saying is, and I, and I don't want to do it. Don't do it then. Don't do it. No, go and do it. But, but we, because we, he, he picks sides, though. No, no, he no, talked no, bad, no, no, talk no, bad about Josh. And then, I'm, and then I'm next giving, week, he's going to no, oh, Josh is so great. No, so I'm just hear what he's saying. I'm giving both these dudes credit because both these dudes is really good They are. Both so are really that's good. That's like we arguing something, and we're not saying that one player is bad or none of that. But when you, you can't just talk all the intangibles because it's a lot of quarterbacks that had the intangibles, right, that were way better than the GOAT. And I'm not even going to say his name. That got the intangibles. But it's the it factor like Acho was talking about. Whenever Joe Burrow needs to be at his best, it's never this. When Josh Allen got to be at his best, it's, it's always, that's why Joe beat him in the playoffs last year. Josh wasn't at his best. The only game that we can really say he lost and was at his best was the shootout against Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, Josh is a real inconsistent quarterback. Talent-wise, we can't argue nothing, damn near nobody in the <laughs> National Football League when you talk talent-wise at the quarterback. But when you just talk about the inconsistent play of Josh Allen, you don't know what you're going to get. That's why none of us up here would be surprised if he outplayed Joe Burrow and threw for five touchdowns and rushed for one. Wouldn't be surprised. But we wouldn't be surprised if he throw for three neither. We would be surprised if Joe Burrow goes out here and lays an egg and plays bad because Joe is so consistent I mean, but when you, he's healthy. That's why his teams is in those games, I, the Super Bowl and AFC Champions. Yeah, and that's a good point. I, I think Joe is probably more consistent. But I, I think it's easier to be consistent when you, when, you, when you got so much easier help and better and more help with you. I mean, for real, let's talk about it. Like, since we're talking like that, when they, went to the, when they went on that championship run and they played against the, 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 um, the Chiefs and they beat the Chiefs at home, mm-hmm. like... They gave a lot of uh, credit to Joe Burrow, but he, he had a good game. He just looked better. He was throwing six, eight-yard routes to Jamar Chase. He was taking it 80. Let's, let's keep it real, right? He, he so it's like, plays, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if we if we breaking it down, the, on that offense, I can't find a real weakness. On the except Bills. The line, except the except line. The line on the Bills, I can show you a lot of weaknesses on that Bills team. When, when teams come to play the Bills. Bills playmakers, though, man. Where? Tell me. Since you keep saying it, where? So, so Stephon can play. Gabe Davis can't play. None, none of these dudes yeah, Steph, can play now. Stephon, let's put Stephon right here because he's one of the top elite. Right here. Put Who him. else? Gabe Davis can't play football. I like Gabe. I like Gabe. You like Gabe? I like, I like him. Gabe. That's it. I like him. He ain't nothing special. They don't got a solid he's, offensive line you, in you Buffalo. Talk, no. no they, are they, they up and down, too? No. The game you talking about they lost? The game you talking about they lost last year against Joe? A lot of it was on offensive line. If, since we talking like that, since we break, if we breaking every little small thing down, we talking about football players like Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Let's do it and, because and, because and number one and because, number two Gabe Davis don't matter. For example, when you talk about that Kansas City game when uh, when when it was a shootout with Patrick Mahomes and, and um, Josh Allen, Gabe was phenomenal. 
We ain't seen nothing like that close since. Let me, let me. Am I tripping up? I don't, I don't think you're tripping. Now, 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 for clarity, Gabe had four touchdowns, I think 198 receiving yep. yards in that game. And then what? Now it's like he just. Right. They call him playoff Gabe for a reason because in the regular season, we don't see much of him. Come on. But, Joy, if these two quarterbacks play well, then what is at stake in the matchup? Because you got a, a three, team that's won three straight. You got another team in the Bills that I believe is five and three. But what is at stake in this huge matchup that has us very passionate? Uh, the Bengals staying in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. Bengals got to win this game. Mm-hmm. They forgot about that, Joy. The, the Bengals haven't won an AFC game yet. They're at the bottom of the division in the AFC North. Oof. I don't know if anybody saw it, but Steelers won last night. They did. The Ravens are at the top of the AFC. Yeah. They were right there. The Browns will play around and win some more games. They're probably going to win this weekend. They play the Cardinals. Mm. they got to win this game. It's unacceptable for the Bengals to lose this game. They have to win this game. What's at stake? Bills will be all right. Bills will be fine. Mm, I don't know. They'll be all right. They'll be, they'll be, better, than, they'll be better than the Bengals will be. Right. Yeah. The Bengals, can, yeah. Bengals' margin for error is like this. The Bengals have to win this game. It's fascinating because I'm, I'm thinking as you talk, if the, Bengals lo- if the Bengals win and the Bills lose, obviously, the Bengals would be 5-3 and three, and, the, and Bills, the Bills would be 5-4. and four. And The Bills would be in that hunt. AFC. What do you mean? Like they'd be 5-3 and 5-4. The Bills would be out of the, the, the playoffs. They'd be in the hunt. You feel like the, bang- the, the, the Bengals will be able to climb back in more easily than the Bills will? I'd have to see schedule. I don't, I don't, I don't. They haven't yeah, been have an AFC team yet. But remember, that joy right would there. only matter if it came down to tiebreak. It will. Do you see what's happening in the AFC North? Bills got a tough stretch. Cowboys, Eagles, Chiefs, back to back to back. I'm not saying this game doesn't mean anything to the Bills. I'm just saying the, ba- the Bengals' margin for error is way tighter than the Bills. Yeah, that, that division for yeah. me. Well, I guess the question is, do y'all think, I don't think, can the Bengals still win the division in y'all's mind? No, no. Lamar ain't giving that up. No. I think that's going to be yeah. tough. Is that considered uh, consistent or no? What? Joe Burrow's <laughs> last couple of games. Cause you, his last three. His last three. I'm healthy. saying healthy Joe Burrow. Whoa, 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 whoa. You played in the league? Then yes, you I did. Right? Then he, then he lead the league in touchdowns? I did. So no, what you mean? I, you if, know, if I you, used to do a little work. Yeah. So if you're healthy, what does, that, what does that mean? If you out there, you out there. I don't know. I understand that. I, I ain't even going to argue what, with you, you on that. Well, I like it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we, you going to act like you don't see the difference? You don't think Josh, Josh Allen be hurt? He played more physical than any quarter we ever seen. He played more physical than any yeah, running backs we've ever seen. Josh Allen does so, not And you don't think he hurt, and he'll body. never complain. Yo, one thing I say about Josh Allen from playing with him, there's times when he is hurt. You ain't gonna hear about it. In the training room, I ain't in no training room. I ain't in no training room. That's how he is. Yeah, Joe Burrow do be hurt. He ain't hurt. Joe Burrow be hurt. Yeah, I'm hurt. My, my calf, I can't run, I can't a, throw. There's still huh? a difference when you talk consistency with these two dudes. I want a dog. Hurt, healthy, whatever. Is that why they had a slow start? Because Burrow's hurt. not a dog to you? No, no, he's a dog. Okay. It's different, okay. It's different type okay. of dogs, though. There right? are. It's some pit bulls, some yes, Rottweilers, yes, and, yes, and there's some poodles, stuff Ooh. like that. Hey, poodles smart, Poodle though. Poodles are smart as dogs. Hold on. So, wait. So, so. Talk to him. The reason why for the slow start is because of what? I just want to hear this. I want you to say it. For me, the reason why the slow start, Joe Burrow wasn't playing well, but he wasn't healthy. Okay, we'll, take, we'll just keep no it like that. Okay. So, so when we talk about being consistent, because you, 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 you was beating your chest about being consistent, and I didn't, He's I, way more and I didn't push back. Than Josh. All I'm saying is you got to stay consistent. That's all I'm saying. You do, and he does. That's all I'm saying. And that's why he's been to an AFC championship and a Super Bowl. I know. One and three to start, though. That matters. <laughs> that does matter. It definitely matters. That does matter. Well, nothing matters more than the segment coming up because it is time for Friday Flowers. Joy handing out flowers, giving praise to some unsung heroes in the sports world and some heroes you already know about. You're going to hear about some stories you may have missed, so you want to come back to learn a thing or two. Next on Speak. Man, now, I wait. need some roses. Like, I, got, I need some of that. Family, welcome back to Speak. It is my favorite segment of the week. Joy about to shout out some cats and hand out some flowers. Tune in for this one. Joy, what's the word? Let's start with Mike Tomlin. Mike Just keeps winning. The Steelers have been outgained by every opponent this season. And yet, Mike T has them boys at 5-3 and three and currently in the playoffs. Kenny Pickett still developing. Hail to Pitt, Shady. But it doesn't matter. Tomlin has not had a losing season. Pittsburgh looks great. Pittsburgh loves it. I love it. 412 loves it. Big shout out and flowers to Coach Tomlin for all the wins, especially last night. Less than one year ago, the entire country was gripped with fear as DeMar Hamlin fought for his life on the field in Cincinnati. DeMar has since made a miraculous recovery, and this Sunday, his Buffalo Bills teammates and him make their return to Cincy. DeMar will be active, and he said that he'll be, quote, walking with courage. Whether he plays or not, all the sports world will be watching and excited for DeMar to walk back into that building healthy. 
And a flower for A.J. Brown. He's been an X-Factor for the Eagles since Philly acquired the star wideout before last season. After the Super Bowl appearance in his first year with the Eagles, A.J. has found a way to step it up in year two. His historic six-game streak of 125-plus receiving yards earned him October Offensive Player of the Month honors and also helped the Eagles get to a 7-1 start that has them sitting at the top of the NFC heading into this week's Enormous matchup with the Cowboys on Fox. So flowers for AJ. Shady, what kind of flowers AJ deserves? Mm. Like some roses? No, what's the flowers that, that never die? Oh, those like uh, the little boxes? Yeah, yeah. That, that was my friend. Valentine's Day, I would send all my friends <laughs> those, those things. <laughs> but what are they called, though? Stop him. <laughs> You're right. Um, we just saw AJ Brown, so no, let's no. talk about no. the matchup with AJ Brown and the Cowboys this weekend. Let's talk about that one. CeeDee Lamb, he called it, quote, a heavyweight match. Cowboys, Eagles, Sunday on Fox. NFC, rivals. I cannot wait for this one, America. It's really the biggest game of the weekend. 7-1 versus 5-2. Winner of this game is really neck and neck as far as being atop the division. This one is huge. I was thinking 2-5. Cowboys can't afford to lose this one on Sunday. They can't? They can't because if you lose on Sunday, the Cowboys, they would be two and a half games back in the division with eight slash nine games left to play, depending on where your bye week is. You're two and a half games back versus a quarterback in Jalen Hurts who's only lost two games in the last year and a half. So you're not making up that lead. Okay, if you don't win the division, then what do you have to do, Cowboys? You have to win not one, not two, not three, but four games in a row on the road to win a Super Bowl. Shady's won a couple Super Bowls. James Jones has won a Super Bowl. It is hard to win not one, two, three, but four on the road in order to do it. James Jones did. He will attest to it, I'm sure, at some point in time on camera or off camera. Cowboys can't afford to lose this. That's just from a scheduling perspective. Now, from a mental perspective, if you lose this, what's going on in your head? They're not going to say this, so I'll say it. Man, we saw the Niners, and we couldn't beat them. And we saw the Eagles, and we couldn't beat them. I mean, we can beat the Giants, and we can beat the Jets. I mean, we can beat the Rams, but, but them good teams, we can't really beat them. So they're going to start to let that self-doubt creep in. They will not admit it. I understand it. I didn't understand it until I got my master's in sports psychology, and then I started to realize all about the mind and what it does for and against you. So I don't think, Shady, the Cowboys can afford to lose this game versus your Eagles. Two and a half games is too much to make up, big dog. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Talk to you me. Know, and, and, I, and I'm going to say yes. They can afford a loss. Mm. Listen, I played, in a, I played in a division with Tom Brady, right? Mm. And every time we played him, we always lost. But... I always thought we were going to beat it. <laughs> um, listen, if they lose this game, the worst thing that happens is they probably can't win a division, which mm-hmm. sucks. But that doesn't mean you can't go to the playoffs. We've seen teams all the time in the same division go to the playoffs. So they can still go to the playoffs and still get everything they want as a Super Bowl. That's still possible. And Monday you'll see that, that once they lose, <laughs> you, you'll feel better. Like, oh, you know what, Shane? Shane, he was right. Even though they lost this game, right, they still have a chance to, to still get to the to Super Bowl. Um, when you're playing against the, the Eagles, right, and I think Dak has been very, very good in this division. But all good things come to an end. And that record against the Eagles comes to an end. Dak Prescott, 8-3 and three versus the Eagles in his career. So he has been great. Joy Taylor, what you think? You think the Cowboys can afford to lose Sunday? Well, you never want to lose games. But, yeah, they can afford to lose this game. They're not in a completely desperate situation. It's the middle of the season. There's plenty of time for them to make up ground for the playoff run. Shady's right. It might make it extremely difficult for them to win the division, which you would like to do. But that doesn't mean you're not making the playoffs. So, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, think, it's, I don't think it's a must-win game. They can afford to lose this game. And this is a divisional game on the road. That's a hard – this is a hard game for the Cowboys. Yeah. It's a hard game for both of these teams. But you on the road. You're going to see the Eagles at home later in the season. Uh, you know, I don't want to downplay the biggest matchup of the weekend. Like, this is probably the biggest game of the season. And go, at least for the NFC, certainly, that we've seen so far. And both of them are healthy. It's, it's, it's finally the game that we've been it's wanting here. to see for the last year and a half, and it's here. So uh, it is a big-time matchup. And it's going to factor in the postseason standings and where everyone ends up, I believe. But I, I think they can afford to lose it. Shady, you got uh, confidence that the Cowboys can go on the road and beat the Seahawks in the playoffs? They have a good enough team. Got a good enough chance. Then after that, do you think they got a chance to go to San Fran and beat the Niners? The way the Niners are playing right now, 
It's a possibility, yes. And then after that, do you think they got a chance to go to Philly and beat the Eagles on the road? I mean... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. Like, <laughs> the crazy. Why I say that is, I mean, that's what they're looking at if they don't win this game. You are going to make the playoffs because they have a really good team, but those are the teams you're going to have to see in the playoffs. You might have to go on the road to Detroit. Like, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. This is a must-win game for the Dallas Cowboys. They will love to have, and they still got a bunch of games left, but you would love to put yourself in position and back in position to make sure the playoffs can come through Dallas. And we have a chance to sleep in our own beds and play these teams in your own home stadium. It is going to be extremely tough in the NFC with these top seven teams that's going to be in there to go on the road and beat three of these really good football teams on the road and then beat a really good AFC opponent on the road in, uh, but, in the Super Bowl. I mean, so wait, wait. But anything is possible. Anything no, is no, possible. No, 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 okay, so when you win your Super Bowl, right? Yeah, we were on, on the road. road. Yes. So was I. Who was your quarterback? No. Nah. Real quick, who was your quarterback? Mm. He's the, great, the greatest player to ever exactly. touch. Exactly. Who's your, who's your quarterback? And, and I would say mine the second. But wait, but, that, <laughs> but that's the, the difference. See, I, that's, a great, that's a great point. <laughs> that's my new saying now. It's a great point. <laughs> Only thing is, like, I, I feel like the Cowboys team... It's probably better than our roster. Right? Yeah, outside of quarterback, you, outside could, you of quarterback. could entertain the conversation. So my thing, you could entertain it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that when, you're, when your team is that much better, you don't need, you don't need that Prescott to be like that great. Right? Just don't even lose it. Because even like last year, let's take it back, take it back to last year when they played the Niners. They could have won. They could have won they that game. Won. But could've the won. difference why they didn't win it is because the Cowboys quarterback, he was the one that was playing like the, the, the rookie, not Brock Purdy. That's all I'm trying to say. What, what do y'all make of this? What do y'all make of this? Because this got? might change everybody's opinion. Um, yours included, James. Yours included, Joy. Cowboys are 11-1 and one at home since one. the start of 2022. Mm-hmm. They're 6-6 six and six on the road since the start of 2022. <laughs> Helps my point. The Cowboys have won 11 straight <laughs> games on, at home, 11 consecutive games at home. Again, the Cowboys 6-6 six and six on the road since the start of 2022. Of course, it is possible. Anything is possible. James Jones, you literally did it. LaShawn McCoy, you literally did it. Y'all won every game on the road en route to winning a Super Bowl. But, Joy, you know better than anybody, the Cowboys' goal is not to make the playoffs. It is to go far. To me, the best position to put themselves in a position to go far is to have home field. That's why I don't think they can afford to lose. Because now if you're on the road, you're not even good in the regular season on the road. How are you going to be good in post? Um, I... I, I, I'm not going to argue that you prefer to p- go on the road in the postseason. I'm not going to argue that. But I can't say it's the end of the season if they lose this game. Not, not, not in week, what are we in, week nine? Is like, it I the end of their dream season? Because, of course, it's not the end of their season. I'm not saying that either, America, just so there's no confusion. But I do believe it might be the end of their dream season. The dream season being going uh, to, to and winning. Super Bowl? Is correct. Look, the point about it being with Tom Brady, the point about it being with Aaron Rodgers, the point about uh, the Bengals having Joe Burrow, I think is really the factor. Like if you're going to go and win that many games on the road to get to a Super Bowl, you better have somebody be special in those moments. And so far, we haven't seen that from Dak Prescott because they haven't gotten to the, even to the NFC Championship game, let alone the dream season of getting to and potentially winning a Super Bowl. So, yes, I agree. It's not ideal. It's not ideal to have to go on the road and do that, and this game might play a factor in that. But I can't also say it's impossible because we have seen teams do it. Yeah, and Coach Mike did. Like the Giants. What a year does it? Man, I played them. Mike, they, right, they right, won. Right, they, 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 they beat us. But I'm saying they, they, I didn't think that they were that good of a. I didn't think they were that good of a team. But, but guess what? They got hot at the right moments. That's all you really need. You don't have to remind them, JD. What's that? What's that? They beat him. They were 15 and one. He, listen, he. This guy been 0 and 10 before. He ain't worried about that little loss. You know what I'm saying? You ain't worried about that little. He lost 10 in a row like this game. Forget 10 in a row. I care about that one more than I care about the 10 in a row that I lost. But no, listen here. The reason why I said that is because I think it does come down to the quarterback play. And we're saying if the Cowboys lose this game, does it kind of end their dream season? I believe it does because you are coming off of a loss against another really good team. And I'm supposed to have confidence in Dak Prescott that he's going to go on the road and beat these teams? Sure, anything can happen. But what he's shown us is he can't beat these really good teams. That's what he's shown us. So that's why this one here matters so much 
not only for Dak Prescott and his mentors, but for the Dallas Cowboys to beat a really good team to try to get this thing to come through Dallas where you have won 11 straight. Hey, nobody up here at this table got confidence in Dak Prescott to go on the road and have to beat the Niners, the Hawks, the Lions, the Eagles, all on the road. Nobody has confidence, right? Every time Tom Brady stepped in the huddle, did you think he was going to make the right play? Yeah. That's the same but, way. But hold up, hold up. To answer, though, like, yes, but, like, with Dak Prescott, they're not going to call certain plays. Like, how can I say this? With Tom Brady, the whole playbook, playbook is open for him. With Dak Prescott, they kind of like, like, yeah. But, but forget the plays. For it a little bit you believed him. in him, whether it was a good team, a bad team, whatever. You believe, bro, we got Tom Brady. We finna win this thing. That's true. That, that's, that's the same way we felt about 12. Yeah. I didn't care what the score was, what the situation may be on the road, at home. I'm like, 12 here. That's true. Like, that's we good. True. Yeah. If Dak cannot win these big-time games, you can't keep telling me that the players in that locker room going to say, we got that, we good. So then, when we, I, so when I, when I be saying this about Dak, why y'all say this? Why y'all back me up because like this? Because you say that trash. I'm not saying that. No, 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 that no, 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 no. I said that like last year. Yeah, 18 months ago. <laughs> yeah, last year. Right, right. 13 uh, months, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, but like, like, if you feel like that, because I always feel like that, where if you had to put a particular group out there, defense, offense, whatever, it's gonna be the defense first. That's how the Cowboys play. And the reason is not because of the, the, the talent that the offensive players they have. It's not that, it's the quarterback. So if I'm going to the mindset of, okay, we got to win this game with great defense, running the ball, and playing safe offense. But I why think we the, keep why we keep trying to play the dis- I think the disappointing thing about it all, Shady, is I believe Dak can do it. But he, he just he ain't showed us he do, can do it. Hold on. I'm just saying, I think he can saying, beat if, these if good football think, teams, but he has not shown I'm us. Saying it's like, it, it, I, I struggle with that, right? With what? With what? I'm a psych down. major. Yes, sir. And it's like... Did you, did you finish? I know she could be a great girlfriend, but she ain't never faithful. Like, that don't make mm, sense. That don't make no You've sense. You've never seen him do it on a big stage. And what team, are you saying? But you think he can do it? But that's on, what James. I'm saying. No, hold that on. That man don't math. But it's the belief, though. It's the belief. the belief, but it's only so many times he, the he only, can cheat bro, on you. The only thing that you should ever believe without seeing is, is what? Jesus. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> He believe in these. Listen, you believe you believe that he he can get it done, but you never seen all, it. All I'm saying. This ain't no rookie. All I'm saying is if any of you guys come up here, yeah, and I'm up here. He, we up here and have a bad show. I'm gonna walk out of here and say my dogs is gonna bounce back for the next show. That's all I'm saying. But, but why? You might hold on. But why? You might have another bad show, and I'm gonna say he gonna bounce back for the next when show. When will you stop saying that? That's what, what I'm saying. So that's why I'm saying I feel like this is one of those games to where if he don't go out here and play well and beat a really good football team, and the last three times you played good football teams, Niners in the playoffs, mm-hmm. Niners in the regular season, now the Eagles, and you don't show up, now I'm like, man, come on. Well, I guess you you, you gonna learn today. <laughs> He don't learn today. He don't learn. He don't learn other days. He don't learn this day. I'll see you Sunday. Well, what the Suns learned last night is just how good Victor Wembanyama is. He showed up and he showed out. Third most points by a rookie in Spurs franchise history. 38 of them things, y'all. Pull up jumpers, runaway buckets, catching oops, giving goals. Anything you wanted, he gave you. Is he going to live up to the generational hype, though? That's next on Speed. Getting where they want, huh, Joe? Gotta talk hoops. It's the biggest story in basketball this year because all eyes on Victor Wembanyama, and he had his best game last night. It's really a great <laughs> game, all things together. 38 points, 10 of them down the stretch. He also gave you double-digit boards, y'all. After the game, Devin Booker, superstar, he called the rookie, quote, an unbelievable talent. Again, for context, you got 38 points. Dude had 10 boards. He gave you eight defensive boards. He gave you two on the offensive glass. He gave you 10 points in the fourth quarter when they needed it most. He was an absolute stud. I got a lot of thoughts, but I'm most interested in yours, Joy Taylor. Will Wemby live up to his generational height? Oh, give it yeah, to he sure give looks it like it, right? Mm. Two blocks, two mm. assists, one steal. He can shoot the three. He get underneath, Goodness. makes his free throws. Mm. I mean, we, he's, he's like a, a bigger KD. Exactly. Like, when you, you exactly. there's not really a comp. But this was Booker said, like, we're trying to figure out what it is he is. He's just, he's like a taller KD. I mean, look at this, look at this kid. That's wild, Joe. Yeah, my goodness. He's, it's remarkable to watch. Yes, all of the hype so far has, has lived up to it. I mean, 38 points, and this is a good Suns team. That's the guy right there. God. All right, Boy, on the other side. You got a walking bucket in Booker. You have a, a, a 
championship-winning coach. Like, the Suns are a real team. They're a team we expect to make noise in the postseason. They have real players over there. Mm-hmm. To be able to beat them, beat them twice, and those are the numbers you put up in the fourth quarter. Yep. Jeez. And you're the one leading in it. He's he different. Went off. He went off. Yeah. He's different. different. James, I was watching him, and I thought to myself, and it was weird. I had this epiphany. I said, this is the worst he's ever going to look. And that blew my mind. Ooh, wow, that's a great point. Like, when I really sat down and thought about it, I said, he had 38 and 10. Victor Wamanyama gave you 38 and 10, and this is as bad as he will ever be. From here on out, every game you see him play will be the worst he will ever look because he's only going to get better. 38 points in your fifth game. But what I love most is the growth. We've all been rookies at something. You at home, you've been a rookie at something. He's played versus the Phoenix Suns, and he won the first time. Yeah. But then the second time, the way his game evolved. Yeah. And then he gave you 38 and 10, but it's not just that he gave you 38 and 10. It's how? 10 fourth quarter points? As soon as the game got close, he gave you a pull-up going left-handed tray ball, and then he gets to the rack, gets fouled, makes both of his buckets. Then he gives you a give-and-go bucket. I'm like, what he is doing mm. and how complete his game is from top to bottom, it truly is awe-inspiring. Wemby is an absolute dude. I am surprised the forms the form? that he'll live up to the height. But he's going to live up to the hype. Yeah, man. Yeah, listen. Yeah, Jab stepping at 7-5, seven, 7-4. Seven, 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 four. 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 My thing with Wimby is, so the, the first game they, they played, the Suns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he always talked about how he loved KD. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching him. And we can talk about the stats, numbers and all that, the block shots and the three balls and all that. But what got me is Kevin Durant took him baseline, right? F- faded on him, hit a jumper in his face. Mm-hmm. Most young rookies, they shy away from that type of moment. Dang, I can't guard him. He went right back to him. And then on offense, when he got a chance, dunked the ball right over AD or KD. Boom. Then they hit a jumper. Boom. I'm like, wow. He likes to compete. He likes the moments. And this kid is only 19 years old. Right. I mean, he's a special, a special player. We've never seen a guy this tall at 7'4 that can shoot the three ball mm. consistently, shoot free throws consistently, play great defense. I mean, he's blocking shots at the free throw line and shooting three-pointers. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's a special guy. I mean, he's, we've never seen a, a, a human being yeah. that can tie his shoe standing up, mm-hmm. can turn the lights off <laughs> while he's in his bed. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think he's a special player. I'm, just, I'm so excited for him. You know, because sometimes you hear about all this hype of all these players, right? And then you get to see him. And, okay, all right. He, everything they say about him yeah. from France to America is true. Yeah. Well, the sound came out to where uh, what KD was saying right. to him. And KD told him that you the best that we've ever seen. Like, this is your league. Like, we've never seen a talent. I'm lying. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I Post-game, KD did say he's a different type of talent. Post-game, KD said, don't even compare him to me. Like, he lives in a different type of talent. From watching the game last night, we have never seen nothing like this young kid. I mean, he's 7'4", he jab-stepping you, he's step-backing. I mean, he always knows where the basket is, back turned to the basket, wherever in the air he knows where the basket is. He is a special talent. We've never seen nothing like Wimby. We've seen dominant players. We've seen Shaq. We've seen Kobe. We've seen Joy. We've seen a lot of players. But this dude is different. There's never been a dude at 7-4 moving and doing the things like Wimby is doing. And like you said, Acho, this is probably the worst we're going to see him. He's with arguably the greatest coach of all time who knows how to win. So the players around him is going to come because the young fella's unselfish. This kid right here is going to take over the NBA. The league is in trouble with what we're seeing. He's only going to get stronger. He's going to get smarter. He's with one of the smartest and greatest coaches of all time and Coach Pop. This is scary for the NBA because this is generational talent that we have never seen in the NBA. He going down the court right here. <laughs> they ain't the, pulling up like Steph. It's, he ain't even uh, thinking about going to the basket. He pulling yeah, up no, like Steph. Special. This dude's special, man. That's really what is, even just watching the, the highlights, that's really what is crazy about him because he is so tall and so long. His body control, like especially for how, how young he is in the NBA, against grown men mm-hmm. is really, really impressive. For him to be able to stop and pull, like he, you see how much bigger he is than KD? You know how big KD is? He's, he is towering over KD. For him to have the body control that he has at his age. But not only that, like, usually as a basketball Jeez. player, you see a dude at the free throw line, you at the three-point line, you shooting. He can block that thing. <laughs> like, like, that's crazy he, to he me. He blocks like, shots that are statistically he, wide open. Dude is special. Yeah. Dude is absolutely special. Well, this I thought, weekend... I, think, I feel like that was Flowers. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was no, 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 That's an extended version. This weekend, it is special if you care at all about football because it's the best weekend of the NFL season. We haven't even talked about the game between the Seahawks and the Ravens, y'all. Two teams with only two losses. It's the battle of the birds. Who in the world needs to get the dub more? Oh, this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a great conversation. Next, on Steve. You think if he sat in my seat, he could touch James' shoulder? <laughs> 
Family, another huge game this weekend. Y'all feel like I'm a broken record, but it's true. Seahawks 5-2, Ravens 6-2. It's a battle of two of the best teams in all of football. Ravens division leaders, Seahawks division leaders. It really don't get no better than this. Seahawks won five out of their last six. I believe the only loss in that stretch was to the Bengals, and y'all know how good the Bengals are right now. James, a lot to be proven in this game. I'll kick it off, and I'll be honest with you, big dog. I think the Ravens got more to prove. I think the Ravens do have more to prove because I think the Ravens have higher expectations. Mm. Before the season, if I were to say the Ravens are going to be a really good team, y'all would be like, duh, I chose to stop wasting your breath. But I was trying to convince people the Seahawks are going to be a good team before the season. Like before the season, remember, I came on this show and said, hey, Seahawks could win this division, y'all. Seahawks going to take the next step. Seahawks, Seahawks, Seahawks. Here we are halfway through. Seahawks atop the division. How can you prove something to people who didn't believe in you in the first place? They don't believe in you in the first place. Ravens, on the other hand, everybody in Obama believe in them. So Ravens, to me, have more to prove because they have higher expectations. They're yeah. supposed to be a Super Bowl team. Seahawks aren't. Yeah, see, I'm on the other side because I think that's why all the pressure is on Geno Smith and Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks because this is one of those games to let the whole NFL know that we ain't playing. Mm. Like, y'all see the five and two. Y'all see us number one in the division. You know, we just traded for uh, Leonard Williams, like, making our team better because we feel like we got a chance. But this, you got to go out there and prove it. We did not believe in Geno Smith and Seattle Seahawks to be in the playoffs or have a home playoff game and, and be a Super Bowl-type team. This is one of them games where you show that. Hey, this is one of the best teams, not only in the AFC and all of football. Let's go handle our business to let, let the whole NFL know that we are not playing. Right, we are a really good football team, and we have aspirations of winning a Super Bowl as well. And I think this is one of those games for Geno Smith, too. He told us a while back he did not write back, mm-hmm. right? And you did. You've been playing really good football. Now you're going up against a unanimous MVP who's playing really good football. And last time he was at home, he embarrassed a Lions team that was playing really Ooh, good football. Mm, so right. for Geno Smith, this is one of those games that you got to go out, out here and have your team play well and win this football game to let the NFL know that, hey, we, we, we here, too. Hoodie James Cook, enjoy where you at. More to prove, Seahawks, Ravens. Seahawks. I mean, this would be this would be the biggest win of the Geno Smith era in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm, true. Mm-hmm. They beat the Rams in Week 18 last year to keep the playoff hopes alive, and they made it because the Lions beat the Packers. Sorry, on Saturday Night Football. I smoked in the playoffs. But you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but th- but like this would be the biggest win so far outside of that. Uh, that game meant more, but. If we want to talk about going out and being uh, the unanimous MVP in Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, who are at the top of the AFC, are playing really good football right now. Maybe the scariest team uh, on the road. Maybe maybe one of the scariest teams in the NFL right now that we're not really paying that much attention to. When Lamar Jackson is cooking, it is it is spicy. You just talked about what they did to the Lions. It was like easy work, easy work. Pop pop. Yeah. So it's on the Seahawks for sure. More to prove, big dog. I'm going with the Ravens. Mm. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. Yeah, why? Last Sunday, they, they had a, a bad loss at home. It was against the Colts, right? Yeah. Ooh, I thought they were going to win that game. And if you're going to be a great team, you got all the weapons you need, got a really, really good defense, what's the main thing about the great teams? They win at home. I don't care who's come up in there. You mm. win at home. Yeah. At home, nobody come in your house and beat you. And that's that old Ravens defense. That's that old Ravens uh, culture and attitude. They ain't coming to my house and beat me. So I just think that to keep the, the, the ball rolling in, uh, in Baltimore like it's been going, they get a nice stretch of home games, they got to hold down home field advantage. And another thing is they're separating this division. I do think that the Steelers uh, will lose more games. I mean, I, I, that was clear to me last night. Ooh, wee. Yeah, they're not that good of a game. Anyway. No, no, no. And then, and then the Bengals, right? You don't know how that Bengals team might go. They might start getting some wins together like they get did. Hot. Right? Get hot again. Year, so yeah. I think the separate right now is beat a good team at home, keep that alive, and also separate in that division. Mm. It's going to be a good one, man. It's a yeah. lot of good football. It's a lot. It's a lot of good football. Yeah, when we good. return, there is no better football than the matchup between the Eagles and the Cowboys. We've <laughs> talked about it a little bit, but now we got to give you all our predictions. Who wins? Why? Who's the impact player? What do you need to look for? Where should you put your money at? Who you need to start on fantasy? We're going to break down the nuances of the game for the final time before y'all see us on Monday to gloat or to cry. Come back next. Should I get my parlays or what are we doing? To do something. Okay. Help the people out. Want some money? Holla at your boy. Boy, I already took an L, man. I took the tie yesterday. 
Hi, family. Cowboys, Eagles. It needs no introduction. It needs no explanation. It needs no further fervor, but I got to do my job. Mm. We got to make our predictions. Shady, I'm going to go to you last because we already know what you are going to say. James Jones, starting with you. Mike McCarthy, you won a Super Bowl with him. Mm. He's the head coach for the Cowboys. Don't just tell me who wins. Yeah. I need you to tell me why you believe they will win. Call me crazy. I won't. Call me crazy because, you, you know, y'all started to call me crazy earlier in the show. But I got the Cowboys. And the reason why I have the Cowboys is I believe that this is one of those games that Dak Prescott is going to show up in and show out and win a game for his team against a really good opponent. But I'm also going to say this. Mm -hmm. I'm family with Coach Mike, but I'm off the bandwagon. If Dak does not come out here and play well, I'm, I'm off the Dak bandwagon. Said it before. We, we need no I have said it before. Uh -uh, no, I Niner, the Niners game. Said it before. Niners game. Said that. Niners game. I always said I would ride with Dak. I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. I need Dak to play well. I need him to play better than Jalen Hurts. A lot of people think he is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. I need him to go out here and play better than him and win this type of game <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys because these are the type of games that he's going to be in in the playoffs against really good football teams. I need this one, Dak. I feel like I'm on the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need James, this one. Think, Put it in writing. Put it in writing. Put it in writing. Yeah, we got to get him though. to sign this one. James said, you're not going to make me a liar. I'm <laughs> Honest man. I'm an honest man here. So you saying that? <laughs> say that again. You said a lot. Say that. You saying? It's I said I believe in Dak Prescott that he's gonna get this one done. But if he if doesn't, he doesn't. Mm -hmm. I'm off this Dak bandwagon, yeah. man. You but know, hold on. Now, I, I ain't gonna say I'm gonna talk and, bad and, about wait, it, wait, but I'm off. Off the bandwagon means what? That you're not gonna talk. I about. don't believe in him no more. All right. Yeah. And so if his name's brought up again, you you, you off him. I'm gonna but say I don't believe in him no more. I have more. a question though. That I am the doctor on set. Gotta ask questions. So you're saying if the Cowboys win, you still on? Like, if Dak plays terrible and somehow no, they still I, find I, a way I, to win. I'm kudos to the team for finding a ways to win, okay. but I'm more worried about Dak because so you want Dak I don't think the team is going to be able to hey, win hey, consistently in the on. playoffs if Dak don't I play. Feel like there's, can you read that like, one and sign that one, Dak got to show up. I'm not allowed. <laughs> Joy, Joy, Joy is our notary at the desk. <laughs> and Joy, Joy has to get James Jones to uh, sign okay. off. I can't read this out loud or I'll get fired. Put in, put in, put in your words. Put in your words. So James got to read that one, though. All right. Yeah, <sighs> you got to sign. Don't, you gotta so don't sign read it out loud. It says James Jones. James Jones. <laughs> if Dak don't. Ball. Ball. Okay, if Dak don't ball, he don't. Blake. Break. With him. No mo. No mo. No mo. Yeah, I added that. With him. No, so if Dak no. don't ball, James is signing on national television for you, the viewer, that he don't bleep with him. Uh. No mo. Because he forgets his say something, and then he forget he said it two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks later. He said this two weeks ago. We crazy. Have, Dak played against the Niners, and now you forgot about it. So you signed it. We have a growing file. Wagon, it's I, crazy. I, I'm jumping off. That's autograph, man. Joy, who will win this game and why? Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. Jalen Hurts in the last 16 home starts is 15 and one, mm. 39 and seven touchdown interceptions, and a, a passer rating of 102. Sheesh. They do well at home. I, I understand Jalen Hurts has had a problem taking care of the ball this year. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think this is going to be a clean game actually for either of these quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Both of these defenses know how to take the ball away. I anticipate some turnovers. I think this is going to come down to stars making big plays at the end of the game. This is a rivalry game. This is a division game. This is a very serious game when we talk about standings at the end of the season and playoff implications. So this is going to be, this is going to be rough. It's going to, it's going to come down to the wire, and it's going to be a rough game. Everyone's getting up for this game. We're getting up for this game. You know those locker rooms are going ones. to be crazy. It's going to be one of them ones. Shady, why will the Eagles win? A couple of reasons. We have the better quarterback, right? right? We see what Derek Prescott does in, in, in clutch games. Check. We see what my boy do in clutch games. Check. Right? What else? Super Bowl. Better team. Ooh. I think that when we look at the Eagles, we're a better team. We've been playing better football. I think Check. we're a better team. We're the Check. best team in football. Mm. Seven and one. Check. Right? And the last part. Number three. We at home. Ooh, and you know who we at home. We're going to be there. We're going to be there. Kevin Hart going to be there. Who else going to be there? Gilly the King going to be there. Will Smith going to be there. Let's get it. Yeah. Where's my flag? Where's my flag? Oh, yeah. 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 Y
weekend. Monday show gonna be crazy. <laughs>